0: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite uh, topics, which is wealth building. Julie, are you live? I believe so. Yes, you're live, and we can hear you. Those are both two things that are are required for you to be on the podcast. You have to be alive, and we have to be able to hear you.
1: Important, yes. (laughs) These are the two basic tenets
0: of uh, running a podcast. You have to be living, and you have to be audible. So those are important things. and... Yes. All of
1: your technology has to be working,
0: which sometimes is yes. harder
1: than the first two.
0: Yes, and it's funny, as you mentioned that, I was just making a list of all the new technology we're going to be oh. adding to the new studio, <laughs> which is a little bit uh, overwhelming for me, I have to admit. But the new studio is going to be done in um, this month, which I'm thrilled about, Uh, The only part I'm not thrilled about is the expense, to be honest, but that means that Julie and I are going to start not only uh, podcasting live, but we're going to start doing a video of the podcast live. We've had a a lot of people that have requested that we expand our offering and how you guys can consume us every single day. That sounds weird, but there you go. Um, So yes, and we're also going to start doing varied content. In other words, Julie and I are going to start experimenting with things that aren't just about real estate, but are sort of uh, focused on The entrepreneurial lifestyle, Um, and that's going to be some stuff that's a little bit, uh, you know, maybe a little bit strange, but at the same time, I think a lot of you guys will find an affinity with the same things that we find an affinity with. You know, so it's not always going to be about business and making money and all that stuff. Some of it's going to be about lifestyle stuff too, which I think a lot of you will have fun with. But we're playing with all of that now. Expect—I'm hoping probably by May we're going to have a you know a whole new offering for all of you. But in the meantime, I, as I always like to say, thank you for continuing to make this podcast the number one listened-to daily podcast on iTunes. Um, I look at um, iTunes uh, uh, stats. And we're consistently in the top ten we're usually like number you know six, seven, or eight um, in our section, which is phenomenal, considering there's i don't even know how many podcasts on iTunes, maybe a million, maybe more. Um, now, obviously, we're not competing with all of those. It's just in our, our particular training section. But still, it's pretty phenomenal. So I really appreciate your continued support. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, I would really, really appreciate it if you guys would give us a five-star review. Don't give us a four-star. Look, come on. That's, that's just mean. Just give us a five-star review. Just click the little five stars. It requires no energy, no effort whatsoever. Some comments, if, if you you know, would, I would appreciate those as well. And when you do that, what happens is that – um, causes uh, Apple to realize that hey, these you know people are not only you know having a lot of people listen to them, thus the you know downloads, but they're also having a lot of people that are giving praise to the quality of what they're delivering. And then iTunes, um, you know, I only know how they do it, but through witchcraft and alchemy, let's say, they start creating uh, more listeners for us. They start marketing the podcast to other people who they think might be interested in listening to what we have to say. It doesn't work that way on Stitcher or, or any of the other. Um, podcast widgets, but it does on iTunes. So if you are listening on iTunes, which a majority of you do, please do consider giving us a five-star review. We always appreciate it. Now, one little uh, promotional item. The uh, book, the new book is available for pre-order now. So if you go to Amazon, the new book has a teal or a green cover. You definitely want to pre-order that book. Uh, That book is going to be, I have to say, Julie, of all the things you and I have ever done professionally, that's the book, (laughs) that's that effort that product is the thing I'm Mm. most proud of. You can uh, even more so than our coaching. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sure you don't want to think about that?
1: No, it (laughs) might have even been more work than all of that. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm more proud of it.
0: Yeah, it was more work because from a technical perspective, we had professionals that were constantly checking in on you, making sure everything was being written correctly. But from a content perspective, it's the most complete A to Z like everything you possibly need to know about real estate if you're considering getting your real estate license or if you're in real estate already and things aren't quite working out as they expect as you expected them to um yeah so i I think honestly it's that book like the red book like the red book harris rules but the new harris rules harris book harris rules revised updated uh the green book that i think is the I really do think it's the quintessential business model that every agent should be following, assuming their goal is to make profit in their real estate business. A lot of the things, virtually everything that's being taught to agents out there right now is not centered on agents making a profit. It just isn't. Even that very topic of making a profit is something that we get headwinds about. When I talk about that on other people's podcasts, I have the strangest conversation. I have strange conversations every day. But anytime I hear somebody telling me that they're trying to work on their culture or they want to give back to the real estate community or anything like that, I know right away that I'm not dealing with someone who's focused on profit. They're focused mostly on ego they're focusing on aggrandizing themselves. They're focused on trying to be seen as their virtue signaling in, this, in essence, basically. They're trying to say, look, I'm not all about the lowly pursuit of profit. That's just for all you oh, you know, great. scumbags and worms. I'm here to be the betterment of man. I'm here to aggrandize myself and to be the leader and to share all my hard-won wisdom. So, okay, look, guys, this is not – look, that, don't, don't. Don't say stuff like that because the reality of it is is if you're, if you're not – in pursuit of profit and you're running a non profit or in some cases a profit or a money losing business, you will be out of business. And if you want the number one way to help the homeless, this is not my joke, it's somebody else's, and I know it's not funny, it's kind of you know, coarse, but still it's true. The number one way to help the homeless, the number one way to help the poor, the number one way to help the anybody, the disadvantaged, whatever word you want to use is don't join them. So if you want to actually make it so you're making a difference in the world, make it so your business is incredibly profitable because when it's incredibly profitable, that is a byproduct almost of having provided a high level of service to thousands and thousands of people. So you have helped thousands and thousands of people. That's the reason you're making lots and lots of profit because if you're not making lots and lots of profit, it's because you might be helping just you know a person now and then or dozens of people. So I want you all just to kind of consider reframing your mindset about wealth and wealth accumulation, which I think leads perfectly into today's topic. So Julie, why don't you pick it up where we left off yes. yesterday?
1: <clears throat> well, I had to get over to Premiere. I'm wondering whether you made it through all of the points under the no I BS thought. phases of wealth building. Do you Let me
0: look, let me look, let me look, let me look. Let me look. Um, we talked about point five. I remember that one. Embrace being bored. By the way, guys, you want to listen to the past two podcasts we've done on this topic. It's, it's on uh, iTunes. It's also over on timandjulieharris.com. Just click on the podcasting link and you can listen to all of our past podcasts. Or just like I said, just subscribe and uh, listen right off iTunes or Stitcher or whatever. All right. So, no, 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 Okay. We did that one. We did point seven. Uh, we did point eight. We did, you, you read point nine. Uh, okay. There you go. Point ten. Point ten is where you need to pick up, please.
1: All right, point number 10: keep yourself in motion at all times, in all aspects of your life. Remember that inaction is an action. And I always use the example of, you know, things degrade when you leave them alone, right? I remember, you know, when we had our uh, place in Vegas and we would be away for a while, we had a uh, condo, and the appliances would always turn on us. They didn't like not being run right? Okay, so that's an example. If I leave the sweet potatoes in the pantry that I make the dog food with, if I leave them there and I forget about them for a couple of weeks, what happens to them? They start to get moldy. A few of them try and grow, but it doesn't last for long, okay? In, in general, things do not like to be left alone. If you stop exercising, what happens? Does your phys- physical appearance get better or worse, Generally speaking, it gets worse the more couch potato you get. right? So inaction is an action or a, the lack of action. So you've got to keep in motion at all times. Now I want to take an example from a call I just hung up with, great agent named Mark Conan in Michigan. Now Mark is a great example of someone who is keeping himself in motion. He is in the stage of mastery called concentration. Remember formulation is first, that's getting ready to get started then concentration is where it's work, work, work. Where are my results? He is putting in the work. He is working his spokes day in and day out. He's keeping in motion. And This is a dangerous spot for most agents because unfortunately in real estate, it's unusual to have a day where your effort gets you immediate results. Now, it's more likely to happen when you're very consistent like Mark is, but generally even let's say you do put a buyer in contract today you're still not getting paid for 30 to 45 days, assuming everything goes smoothly. You've got to keep in motion so that you're getting that momentum. Now, momentum is the third stage. Mark's in the second stage, concentration. But he's not going to get to momentum if he gives up, if he lands that plane back on the tarmac. So you've got to keep yourself in motion at all times, even when it feels like sometimes you're banging your head into a wall. I remember open houses we used to do. we get killer turnout, 10, 20, 30 people. And did we sell a house that day? Did we sell that house? No. But two or three weeks or two or three months later, you get a call. Yeah, I met you at an open house. You were really nice to me, gave me a lot of great information. I just wasn't ready yet. Now I'm ready. Okay? So the day it happens, it feels like your motion wasn't worth what you were doing. Don't give up. You've got to keep it going. Anything you want to add to that, Tim?
0: No, I I was I, actually I just uh, you and I just listened to a really great book and it's a book that's been out a while but I, honestly I've been thinking about it. it's one of those books that kind of you know bounces around your brain uh, can't hurt me oh, again it's been out for a while Julie can you Google real quick I know yep. you know his yep. name
1: who's who's the author of that one. Uh, Can't I not Want to say it's the David, David Goggins, but
0: um I'll yeah, tell you this. Yeah, David Goggins. You, you got you got it right. Yeah. So he get this listeners. The guy is a uh na- was a Navy SEAL. No, nah, that's not good enough. Army Ranger. No, nah, that's not good enough. <laughs> I mean he has he's, bas- he's basically he's become the most he, he joined and became one of the most elite I don't know if you'd want to call it warriors. I'm not even I'm not even sure what classification you put something like that into. But he describes the experiences that he had in his, uh, in his, you know, his quest to become the person that he is, and he's one of these ultra marathoners, one of these guys that has to run like a hundred miles in like three days or just crazy shit like that. Listen to the book, but I'll tell you what I like. And I had this book was uh, Lance Kenmore, who is a longtime coaching client, one of the most successful agents in the nation, actually suggested that I read that. Julie's been coaching him and his wife forever. In any event, um, I'll tell you what I took away from the book primarily. It's the recurring theme of his book, and I had no exposure prior to listening to this book starting about a week ago. The recurring theme was this. Are you listen, listeners, are you ready? Write this down. Write it down. It's doing what, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And long-time listeners, you'll know that that's something that Julie and I coined, a phrase Julie and I coined. I don't even know how long ago. It was billions of years ago you know and here's the whole here's the whole phrase right if you want to experience ever increasing levels of success in all aspects of life do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level so he said a version of that um but then the thing he also he always used to drill down on he was drilling down on throughout the book was avoid the desire to be comfortable. Being comfortable is the nemesis of anything that you want in life. And he's so right about that, if you think about that. So as Julie was reading that last point, that's the thing that popped into my mind. I strongly encourage all of you to get that book. Um, And also, remember, definitely want to pre-order the new Harris Rules. Next point, Julie?
1: Yeah, you know what I like about that book is the cover. If you look closely at the cover, uh, it's a picture of him in his, I assume, uh, naval um, uniform, yeah. right? But behind him is the shadow of what he used to look like before he lost all that weight. I don't know if you noticed the cover of the book since we listened I didn't notice that. I haven't, yeah. haven't listening to it. It's really kind of cool. Yeah, cool. A yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, that's making his point. But anyway, uh, point number 11, don't lose your marriage and your relationships as you build your wealth or you will end up with no marriage and no wealth. Involve your spouse, get their understanding and their support that there will be times of imbalance. That's normal when you are in pursuit of success. It's okay, but you're going to do a lot better when you have their buy-in and when you've actually taken the time to explain to them what it is that you're working on. Explain to them the phases of mastery. You know, I spent a, probably too much time in formulation, getting ready to get started, doing my research, getting my plans together. Now I'm in this thing called concentration where it's work, work, work. I will eventually get to momentum, but I can't give up on the work, work, work part. So those were our well, 11 points, that, points about that. Julie, before you yeah. bounce
0: off that, do you remember that book that we read? Damn, we're talk, It's like Tim and Julie's book report today. There was a book we listened a to. Club. It was a while ago. It was about that Canadian astronaut. Do you remember that one?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look book. that up, too. That was awesome. Yeah. I, look that I really up. I'm
0: going to tell, pa- tell him a story from it. Right. So this is about what Julie just said. And the essence of what Julie just said is do not screw up your marriage or your personal relationships and your pursuit of your higher self. And I'm going to talk to you. you know, there's, here's a little story from this guy's book. Um, a lot of people that decide to become astronauts are generally speaking they have a lot of innate Natural talent, and they maybe were fighter pilots, so they're the best of the best. So these guys were in Gals were selected because they were either you know outworked or just had natural skills and talents that made them so that they rose above the rest. And this guy tells a story about um, the group of people that he was in this class with that were all training to become astronauts. Well, it was a selection thing, and sort of like when you go to buds for the seals, I suppose. And he said to a person. That in the, his group was all men, that they all divorced their wives and um, and so he thought about he didn 't divorce his wife, and so he was in this group of men who are all high achievers, incredibly successful, the best of the best, you know the whole thing, and now they 're basically going through these personal strains and trials and tribulations as they 're trying to become astronauts and He t- uh, said that um, years later he to a person they all regretted it. But he also, you know, getting divorced. But he also said that they were admitting or realizing that the reason that they were um, creating, you know, choosing to create drama in their personal lives, was because they were out of control for the first time in their lives in their professional lives. So in other words, they had to, to some extent, they had been able to be seen as the best of the best, and their egos told them they were the best of the best, and now they're in this environment where they're trying to become. Astronauts, and that's a totally different level that these guys were not mentally, emotionally, or even maybe spiritually prepared to compete with. So they felt out of control, and in feeling out of control, they actually wanted to have a sense of control. So what they did is they divorced. They basically said, The problem isn't me, the problem is my marriage. The problem isn't that I'm not good enough or that I have to get better. You know, God forbid! maybe I finally found myself in an environment where i can 't just easily dominate from my natural talents and abilities, so it must be my wife and that 's what this guy talks about in the book in a couple chapters about how you have to be careful when you 're on on the ascension that you 're not allowing your ego to start destroying other aspects of your life because Let's say these guys do become astronauts, which obviously some of them did. Well, it's not quite the same experience being an astronaut, having just basically had a destroyed personal life versus had you actually kept your wits about you and evolved beyond the ego's desire to have some sense of control. Julie, did you find that book?
1: Yes, it is called – let me get back to that part. Okay, it's called An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth, What Going to Space Taught Me About Ingenuity, Determination, and Being Prepared for Anything – um, and it's you know pretty much any format you want: Kindle, audiobook, hardcover, paperback. They even have it in CD format. Um, so, I wonderful. love everything you said. It was a, it was really interesting. And one of the things that I liked: this is uh, the author's name is Colonel Chris Hadfield. H A D F I E L D. Chris Hadfield. One of the things that he said was that you know these astronauts have different basically courses of education that they can take and upgrade and learn about. He was talking about how he was sometimes harassed for taking so much education and stuffing so much into his head. And he said, hey, you know what? The, uh, it's, in the unlikely event that something happens in space, I pretty much feel like I ought to be prepared. I'm going to be a lot more <laughs> confident in that spaceship if I at least have some inkling of what to do instead of panicking. And so that goes to – you know, real estate-wise, isn't that the same as the the seven Ps, which also is a military thing? Maybe that's where he originated that thought. Seven I don't Ps, know. my
0: dear. Seven Ps. <clears throat> you're you know, speaking to the um, prop- choir.
1: I know. Yes. Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Right. Proper previous planning. This is why we have a seven-step listing process. Not some. In one of those seven steps, is not called winging it. It's a process. Yep. You've got to learn it, right? And so I really appreciate it, maybe because I'm of the analytical end of the spectrum, but you've got to appreciate what he said. I would rather be prepared and hope that nothing bad happens, but knowing that if it does, I will know what to do. I think that there's a lesson for life. I mean, that's the title of the book, right? So, well, anyway. be careful, though. Back to our book that club.
0: doesn't, because <laughs> you, know, right, you know what our analytical <laughs> listeners are thinking and coaching clients I know. are I've got to read that before oh, I take felt- action. <laughs> exactly i so awesome for tim and Julie to tell me you know three or four new books i've got to read because now i can just basically oh, add know. that to my list of things to do so i never have to do what i don't want to do and i don't want to do it at the highest level no mm-hmm. that's not what we're saying what we're saying is you have to learn while you earn and that's what coaching clients you'll be constantly reminded you're not joining tim and Juliet harris's real estate coaching you're not joining premier coaching just to hang out we want you to take action so by the way unless it even if you've had a free coaching call in the past year, you know you need another one. When, when you request a free coaching call, we've made it super simple for you. We're also going to give you six free books. Real Estate Treasure Map, I know we're picking up a lot of new listeners this time of year. You guys get that book for free. It's a fill-in-the-blank business plan. So all you've got to do, it's super easy, is just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Text the word Harris to 31996 and you're going to be sent a link to schedule a coaching call, and you're also then, after you schedule, you're going to be sent the link where all the books are easily downloaded. Download the Real Estate Treasure Map first. It's a fill-in-the-blank business plan. So, Julie, I think we have time for maybe another point.
1: Yes, so now we're getting into the practical phases of wealth building because it is a systematic approach. So the first part is to learn the skills and stop relying on luck. Now, we know from... 5 billion coaching calls and having gone through this ourselves, um, you know, here's the thing. When you get your license, you do two or three deals mostly out of luck and enthusiasm. Those are probably friends. They're referrals. You might luck into an open house lead or two. But that's not skill-based really. That's luck. And that is by and large winging it. We all go through that. That's okay. The problem is that when you do a few of those and you don't run out of those deals immediately, maybe you're fairly lucky and you do five or six that first year, you start to think that you already have the skill or you are a natural salesperson, right? When in fact, everyone hits the wall. This is usually when you guys come to coaching. You know, my first several, sometimes it's five or six years in the business and then you realize that maybe you're a one spoke wonder. You only have one source of business and you need to expand. Maybe you can only work with people that you, quote, hit it off with, which is using your luck and your personality. It's not using skill, because after all, it takes skill to work with a multitude of different types of people in different types of situations. And then you have that aha moment. I better reset and go get some skills. I better get my pre-listing package done. I better know how to present my pre-listing package. I better have an actual listing presentation, a buyer presentation. I better learn how to negotiate because I keep on losing deals Either in the front end because you can't compete, or in the back end because you can't save an inspection or an appraisal or financing issue. This is when that aha moment comes to you. That's the first stage. Is I call it sort of the getting it together stage, getting all of your skills together, and stop it hey, with winging it. Yeah.
0: Jules, I'm getting yelled at right yes. now by um, oh. our show producer, Mr. Ventura, and he's telling me that we have not uh, told him about the event.
1: <laughs> We've forgotten. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, sorry. Okay. So listen guys, skills, we do
1: have a lot li- of
0: skills, right. My skills should be writing notes down before we start our coaching call on my dry erase oh, yeah. board or our our podcast so I don't forget to do all this Say anything. stuff. Uh we <laughs> we have a wonderful live event that's taking place um in just a few weeks in Austin, Texas. It's actually north t- north of Austin, Texas in Georgetown. And uh, it's where Julie and I live. So I want all of you guys to come, and we've made it super simple. And listen, EXP and Mellow Home are sponsoring this event, but it's for everybody. Julie and I are speaking, obviously. We're having a lot of other uh, people that, we've, uh, that have agreed to come and uh, present as well. It's going to be fantastic. I'm hoping that it's fewer than 100 people so that we can have uh, one-on-one time with all of you. And the best part is because it's sponsored, it's only 50 bucks, so it's awesome. I want to all of you to come. You can be the the event is on April 19th, 2019. If you're listening to this in replay, you know a long time from now, April 19th, 2019, um, and all you've got to do is text the word. Here it is. Um, let me find it. Text the word EXP event. EXP event to 31996. Text the word EXP event to 31996 again exp event to 31996 no spaces in exp event just go ahead and text exp event to 31996 so it's actually so the 18th you can fly in on the 18th the event is all day on the 19th and you can leave in the evening of the 19th or you can leave saturday morning Um, we're going to have there's going to be informal stuff that's happening on the evening of the 18th and informal stuff that's happening um, on the 20th, but you'd only have to be there. You only, you know, the, the real formal stuff where everyone's going to be presenting and masterminding is going to take place on the 19th. Uh, events like this, and we've done them in the past because some of you have attended, have cost thousands of dollars because events are just stupid expensive to put on, whether you guys know it or not. Events are just ugh, horrible from the perspective of someone putting on the event. So expensive. But because Mellow Home and because of EXP Realty, we are able to offer you guys tickets for just 50 bucks, so um, you definitely want to take advantage of this. I don't know if we're going to be doing another one of these this year. We're doing this because so many of our podcast listeners have insisted that we do one. So this is your opportunity to attend. Don't be put off by the name if you're not an EXP agent who gives a rat's ass. They're sponsoring it. God bless them. And same with Mellow Home. So text the word EXP event to 31996. Was that clear enough, Julie? <laughs>
1: It is, but I'm reminding myself because I'm about to also tell my Premier guys that's a 31996-EXP.
0: 31996-EXP. Okay. Yeah.
1: Got it. Gotcha, just so that I don't forget on my next call. So there we are with the notes. All right, uh, back to our wealth building outline here. So learn the skills. Don't skip this step. The agents who try to skip this step for as long as possible – They will either wash out of the business because they waited too long, or they'll have an eye-opening experience on an appointment that they thought they had in the bag where somebody else absolutely kicks their butt. And then they'll go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been so assumptive. Maybe now's the time to get my pre-listing package done. So that leads to the next stage, assuming you do get it together and the getting it together stage or just you know that's okay that's where coaching comes into then become a listing agent remember that working with buyers is quite literally physical labor those of you who live in the frozen states who are just now getting your spring market started you guys are really clear about this shoveling your way to a showing or to a listing appointment physical labor literally de-icing a lockbox. i don't miss that part okay um, it's physical labor driving around all that kind of stuff. Now, listings are mental labor because it does require more skill. It requires strategy. It requires research. It requires presentation skills. But that is your key to happiness. Become a listing agent. Know what your magic number is, the number of listings you have to have at all times to meet or exceed your monthly goals so that you don't just go from really awesome month to really crappy month, which is the quintessential path of those who don't figure out the uh, magic number part of it, but you've got to become a listing agent. And on that note, I'm going to go over to my premier coaching call to speak a lot about this because these are the guys who are working on improving their business, getting those skills together, and then maintaining it, getting to that cruising altitude, and then deciding if they want to take it even higher or if they want to maintain. So I'm really excited about that call, and I'll leave them with you. Back to you.
0: Yep, and I actually have to uh, hop off about a minute early as well because I have a great uh, superstar interview um, that we're doing um, starting in about three minutes with Sean Kokoska. You guys might remember Sean. He's been in the business probably longer than Julie and I have. I think he's truly one of the icons in the industry. I'm going to be doing that interview with him starting in a few minutes, Um, probably going live with that interview next week, so make sure you listen. Um, in the meantime, if you need us for anything, it's Tim at com or Julie at com. Thanks for making it a fantastic day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows, and until next time, Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching
1: Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.